You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. What about like yeah. one of those big, you know, you get those big plastic drum bottles and you... Love that. They're Let's funner. get one of them. They're fun. They're actually more fun. Let's yeah. look into that, Tobler. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we can have these, yeah. we can have these for guests, but otherwise yeah. don't use them. Oh, we'll have a big drum. Yeah, we'll have a drum, drum job. Because yeah. I'm starting to feel bad about it. They're everywhere. We ta- and we take the piss. We, we like half drink them. There's two, well, well I, 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 try, I go... In, it goes in the plants. I'm sure, the, and I mean, they're yeah, not it's dying. not the water wastage that's the issue. Mm. The ends of the leaves aren't looking good, but that's obviously top. So look, obviously, of the you believe nothing's wrong. Obviously, we're pro planet. Um, planet first. Planet first. Listen, we're Australia first as well on this podcast. Fucking oath, we are. We love the nation, and one of the nation's favourite sons, Tom Ange Postacoglu. Angie. Angie P. Sweaty old Ange. Sweaty Ange of on the s- sideline of the Asia Cup final, sweating his cock off. Did Ange give us Asian Cup glory? I think we he either gave us glory or close to glory. Because we've won the Asian Cup. Maybe it was that, he no, at the helm? I think he was. He was the sweatiest man in his white shirt. Like, I don't know why they couldn't give Andrew a black shirt. Yeah, Dave's looking it up. Are you looking this up? Are you, are you going I'm, off memory? I'm, re- I'm reading it off Wikipedia here. Okay, good. David like to apologise again. I would like to apologise once again to all the punters and dribblers, Darren Lockyer, and most importantly, Tom and Eddie for... Getting it wrong. What else the, did you get wrong? What else did uh, you guess? I'd like to apologise to all the cast of American Pie. Yep. Because that film was released in 1999. Particularly Nadia. Could you explain to people why you got it wrong? Because that's also interesting, I think. <laughs> that is an interesting story, Tom. Mm. Uh, well, when we started talking about American Pie and it's kind of... When vibe, we asked and, you when it came out and when we asked you when well, Darren Lockyer retired. Just have, have, okay, well, Darren Lockyer retiring, I had a memory in my brain right. that when Storm beat Broncos in the prelim final, that so was Darren you, Lockyer's last game. Did you then Google it to, like, did you, to clarify? I did not. I foolishly oh, trusted my memory, okay. which I now know not to do. What about the American Pie one? Did you Google that? I did not Google that. I was oh, looking okay. at a piece of uni work of mine where I right. said what the day was. So I got it wrong in that uh, essay as well as... What this. are you doing behind that computer? Lots of stuff, mate. But are you meant to be Dioring? I am meant to be Dioring. Okay. David has and made I a am. promise that he will now look things up. Yes. On the internet. Which is good because... We're going to get answers like this. Yep. Ange did? Did in 2015. Okay. There you go. So sweaty old Ange. So that was... Uh, was that post-Brisbane uh, Raw, pro- post-Melbourne victory? Because so he definitely won the... He won the toilet seat with the Raw. He won yeah, it with the yeah. Raw, did he? He won a toilet seat, yeah. So the kid can coach. The kid can coach. It's, and Winning the A-League is no easy feat. No, fuck no. It's the hardest competition in the world, Tom. We've mused about that many times he'll before. Fucking, it'll be a walk in the park doing the Premier League. Premier League will be a piece of piss. That's where we're getting to. We're just giving you a, a history of sweaty Ange. Ange, sweatiest coach in world football, wins the Asian man. League, which is our World Cup. Why? We'll because we're not going to win a World Cup, but we can win an Asian champion, an Asian, an Asian league, mm. Asian champions. Well, the Asian Champions League was won by Western Sydney Wanderers. I believe Popovich was at the helm, and that was before they'd even won a competition. Still haven't, still haven't. Well, so I was correct. So Ange wins the Asian Cup. Timmy Cahill, that's his World Cup. That's his swan song. That Did was he do it? Was that his bicycle kick? Yes, it, and that was. The, I think that was an Asian Cup semi. Sweaty, kick. sweaty Ange. But Ange has got, since since coaching Australia, Ange went over to, I think, a team in Japan in the J-League. Then he went... Did, to, that, did he win with the J-League? Don't know. Dave will let us know. Uh, he won the J-League with Yokohama in so 2019. So the kid This kid could be anything. He was also a soccer ruse coach. So he's gone toilet seat, 
Asian Cup, J-League. Then he won the treble the other day with Celtic, which is the Scottish Premier League or Championship, the Scottish League Cup and the Scottish like and is that FA rare? Cup equivalent. Is that rare? It's happened uh, eight times in Celtic's history, I think. Something like that I was reading the other day. It's like it's not super rare, but, but rare enough. It's still pretty fucking good. They've done it a lot recently, but that's because right. Rangers have... Listen, to get really fucking nitty-gritty into the Asian fucking championship. Asian? Oh, sorry, Scottish. Rangers got done for, like, uh, basically going into uh, administration, and then they had to go back to, like, the bottom of the Scottish football leagues and climb all their way back up. They used to have a massive rivalry with Celtic, yes. but it's more Celtic... Dominate now. Dominated at the moment, ever since Rangers. But Rangers are back up now, but it took them a while. It, it also says here on his Wikipedia page, he's got the record with Brisbane Raw for the longest undefeated streak in Australian sporting history. How many games? Th- 36 games. Wow. It's a bit different in soccer because you can draw, but I'll, I'll accept mm. it. I'll allow it because this is a pro-Angie uh, segment. Yep. He's now been given the fucking big gig at Tottenham. This has got, But this has got real FIFA career mode about it. This is the FIFA career mode. This is start, down. Obviously, the toughest come to win is the A-League, but it's still toilet seat footy. And you well, that's start why it's so there. tough. Yeah, exactly. And, then and that's st- why you get the toilet seat as a Because you've got shit players. Not shit players. I, I take that back. But you have comparatively less talented cattle to work with. Yes. These aren't prize. These to show bulls. Steers, Rams. Correct. Correct. You work your way all the way up to one of the biggest uh, teams in the world now. Can we get a, just just also to pump up Angie's tyres, can I get a population, an Asia, uh, Asia population? What's like, the population of Asia? That's a huge, what? Oh, because well, we won the Asia Cup, mate, okay, with yeah, 24 right. million. Yeah, I yeah, just want to yeah, see yeah. what the big fella was capable of. 4.561 billion. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. Okay. Let that sink in. 24 million up against four point what? Five, six, one. Actually, it's probably more now. That was 2018. So Angie... 4.7 well, Angie can coach. Yeah, kick can coach. How he's going to go at Tottenham, like this is... He's got. He's starting to get to the tippity top Could you just now. quickly also check, David, whether we fucked him off from the Socceroos in acrimonious circumstances? I believe that it was, but that wouldn't shock me that Australia fuck off someone doing something good. My memory is that we struggled to qualify for... The World Cup. World, World Cup. Yeah, so that was the 2018 FIFA World Cup qualifications. We did qualify, but two weeks after that, he announced his resignation. Jump before you push, sort of stuff. I yeah, p- potentially. I, I think there was a little was bit of. Um, I think there's a little bit of. Why the fuck didn't we qualify quicker? Energy yeah. going around, which is like just qualify, just be happy with qualify. Yeah, but Angie's probably going. You know, I've got my sights on the big time here. Not to say that the Australian Australian soccer men's team coach isn't like the tippity top of world sport. But he saw it a bit differently. So he, and you know what? You can't. We don't all see things the exact same way, and that is what it is. Now, what do we reckon Andrew's getting, Bicky Wise at Tottenham? Oh, he'd be on that big, big, big. What are we thinking though? What's what's a what's a fucking? Because he's not just come. Like he's a he's a big, big. Let's 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 guess. But I have no view on. He's this. not a huge dick. He's not a Pep Guardiola. No, obviously, who traded me to Africa. But he's got runs on the board. Like he doesn't. This put it this way: if I'm looking at the resume, kid doesn't lose. Mm. Yeah, well, he wins everything. No L's. I reckon he gets uh, be pounds, obviously. I reckon... Uh, what, like... 20? I was going to say 10 million pounds. 
Probably closer to 10. I've got some other numbers here. Jurgen Klopp is paid 16 mil. That name sounds nah, like but someone Jürgen, taking yeah, a But Jurgen Klopp has won a Premier League with Liverpool. He was a big dick at Borussia Dortmund, not the right. Look at, like, Stokes coach and shit. Yeah. But Tottenham's a big team. Well, I, well I'm just kind of going through. But so he's a new coach. Uh, but a big team. Chelsea managers on 10 mil. Oh, okay. Well, uh, he'd, be on, he'd be on about seven-ish. Six, seven, five, between five and 10, maybe. Between five and right. 10. Yeah. Pound. It's just you know, like Celtic, right? Scottish team. They, they're famous. They've got a famous name, but it's the, Scotti- the Scottish. It's the Scottish League. Yeah. And that's no disrespect to our Scottish listener. We love the Scots. We, but, it, but it is disrespect to your league. But your league's toilet. Yeah. That's why the same two teams always win. Yeah. Not like the A-League, toughest league in the, in the, in the world. Do you, um, um, have a, do you want to have a guess at – no, it's too niche. What? Let's just – I was going to say, do you want to try and guess the last – the last coach to win the Scottish Championship outside of the top two teams, who it might have been. As if I'm going to know that. Exactly. That's why I pulled myself back. Yeah, you boy. You, I was like, oh, he won't get that. No, who is it? Um, fucking the most famous coach of all. Alex. Ferguson. Alex Ferguson. Sir With Aberdeen Alex. in like 1984. Or Sir Alex. Correct. Correct. But we just wanted to, to, to cheers a tequila to our boy Angie... Doing it. First Australian Premier League coach. I hope he fucking rips and tears. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be sick? When was the last time Tottenham won? So long. They haven't won a trophy in fucking ages. And they got a good team, don't they? Perennial losers, Tottenham. Bit of a joke. You know, that's Dave Portnoy's team. Really? Yeah. As in, like, he knows nothing Why? about football. Because he has... Do they have a massive rivalry with someone? With Arsenal. So he's got a, a guy in the Barstool fucking... Crew, who's a, he's an English guy, is a massive Arsenal fan, so he just picked the biggest rival, I think. North London derby, I'm pretty sure. I think, did Tottenham move in on your area, Tobler? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Tobler doesn't even know his own club's history. Um, no. Shouldn't surprise anyone. We Bit did. F- they did. They did. They uh, did, sorry. Okay. But yeah, Tottenham are fucking losers. They haven't won tro- a trophy. They haven't like won one for a FA long time. And when did Arsenal last win? A trophy, um, FA Cup. Last year. When they last won the Premier League. Well, 2004, I think. Tottenham have never won the Premier League. Their last trophy was 2008, which was the League Cup. Which, like, Boring. I kind of... But why is anyone even commenting about that? Like, if it's not the Premier League, then who well, gives The Premier a League's sh- only been around since 1991. Before right. that, it was called, like, the English like First Division or whatever. Right. They've won that, but not for ages. Yeah, right. So, you know, never won the Premier League. That's what we want to know. Um, huge news. Red Letter Day? What does that mean? I think you... What's a red letter day? A red letter day is a day that is pleasantly noteworthy or memorable. It's a red letter day. What do you reckon he did, Big Ange? After getting the job? Can I tell you what I'd do? Have a pull? If I was him? Better. Get myself a nice Woolies mud cake. Bottle of Champers. Bottle of Verve. Yeah. Maybe, like, he's on that big bicky now. Maybe he's getting some, like, Dom or some shit. yeah. I don't know what, like a top of the range. Dom's probably top of the range, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Tom. Crystal? Christ- oh, a bit of Crystal. Crystal was very uh, Cribs, where like all the rappers and shit would just have like, they'd know Cribs are coming over and it's like, oh yeah, I just have 50,000 bottles of Crystal in my fridge. And it's like, that's just way too much Crystal. Maybe he's getting a, a, a Dom or a Crystal, maybe a level above. How much above the bottle of Crystal set a, a young podcaster back? Uh, it is. Anywhere above 200 bucks. What about Dom? Dom's like three or four, isn't it? 
Dom Perignon. Dom Perignon, Perignon is 100 to 500. Vintage. So maybe he gets himself a really nice bottle of Dom Perignon and a bit of Chucky Mud and a pool. And a pool. That's a day. That's a That's huge. a I tell you, you want to talk red letter days? Yeah. That's what it looks like. Imagine Ange Postacoglu, sweaty as all hell in the humidity of Southeast Asian football, pounding away on a chalky mud, Dom or Cristal, whatever he wants, having a pull. Yeah, sweatiest pull all time. Yeah. Ange Postacoglu. Yeah. That's what it's all about. That's what it's. That's that is what it's all that's about. That's what it's all about. That's what. That's what. Like you need. That's to what take, living looks like. But like you sometimes need to take a moment to stop and smell the roses. Yeah. And for Ange, a big sweaty tug <laughs> with a mud cake and some champers, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a Enjoy red letter. Enjoy yourself. You've earned that. Yeah, yeah. A, a big sweaty tug. And he should be saying that I've earned this. He's gonna be saying the whole time. The whole time. I've earned this. I've, I've earned, earned this. this. Yeah. Know that. It does. I don't have a Premier League team. I don't think I'm going to go Tottenham, though. Like, I just don't vibe on Tottenham. But I don't... I was like, it was Manchester United. It was fucking Man City. Like, I'm a bit flip-floppy. I'm a, P, I'm a PSG guy in the French. I was a Yaya Toure guy. Love Big Yaya, Yaya Toure. Toure. He was obviously at City. I used to play with City on, like, we're going way back to FIFA 2010, probably. yeah. yeah. Um, because of Yaya. Yeah. Because Yaya fucked yeah, in the good. midfield. He dominated. Dude, I, when I'm playing at the moment with PSG, like, it's almost a cheat having Messi, Neymar, and fucking Mbappe, Mbappe in the same Mbappe's side. Mbappe's so, almost too quick. He's it's disgusting. He's, dude, if you just get him on a, a minor break, you just, you can literally, it's like Habana in the old rugby game. You just fucking run around no, everyone. No, no, no. Mbappe's a full-on cheat code. Yeah. But That's it's justified. It's justified because you saw what he did in the World Cup. Basically yeah. won it with France by himself. Mm. He was basically the only one playing and nearly won. Yeah. Full on thorough. I wonder how much with football, this might be a dumb question as I'm sort of making it in my mind, but like you see someone like him who is the best player in the world-ish. Who won the Ballon d'Or last year? You keep going. Um, But like there's like natural ability and grind set, hard work. How much is grind set? How much is grind set? Your favourite word, yeah. grind set. How much is grind set and how much is hard work? I think it is. I mean, and just natural ability. I think, I think, I think if you, I think look at it this way. I think there are people like Tiger Woods, incredible natural ability with a grind set. Then you've got freaks of, of nature like John Daly's who have no grind set and, and fluke a couple of majors. But they're not flukes. That's like, that's natural talent. That's natural. Sorry, yeah. natural talent, right? Whereas Tiger maybe seems more grind set than natural No, I talent. think he's both. Yeah. I think he's both. People like him and Nadal, I think, are both. Fed? Fed, both. Whereas, I don't know what, like, I know Cristiano Ronaldo is both. Yes. He's a big grind set I guy. was thinking, because I was when I'm playing FIFA, I'm watching him do, like, celebrations. So I'm scoring a fair few goals at the moment. Um, <laughs> and Have I, you worked out your celebration? I've got it, like, some. it's more about, like, holding down buttons now as opposed to twirly woos. Because oh, it used to be twirly, twirly woos. Now yeah. it's like you just hold down circle and X and shit. Oh, a bit boring. But you, used to have to work, you used to have to work for it. Look, like might, a cheat it code be, in GTA. It, it might be different... In the uh, manager modes and shit, I don't know why it would be, but uh, <laughs> when I'm doing like flips, why would it be? Well, that's what I mean. I don't, I don't think oh. it would be. I'm just trying to tell you another boomer comment by Tom <laughs> Birmingham. But I was watching him do backflips and shit, and I was yep. like, Get "You and I are in the midst of a push-up challenge, which is fucking grueling on you and I." <laughs> but like the physical, yeah. the physical capability to be like fucking pulling a backflip on the field in front of a hundred thousand, just. 
pulling a backflip as you run. Yeah. Like I'd pull what, a hammy. Wouldn't pull a backflip. Absolutely, you would. But like just to be so physically dialed in that that committing to just a backflip when it's not even you're not even a gymnast is is an insane proper pros, proposition. It is. It's fucking ridiculous, is what it is. Did he, who won the Ballon d'Or? Uh, ben Zemmer. And just looking at the list of Ballon d'Or winners. Dude, Ben Zemmer, is- right? Put it this way. Ben Zemmer's fucking old. He got left out of France's um, 2000 and what year would it have been? 2018 World Cup squad when they won in Russia. He was left out and he won the Ballon d'Or last year. Did he play in the last one? Is he French? What is he, French? He's French, yeah. So he won it last. Did he? Was he back in the side or not? He was injured for the latest World Cup. Definitely. So left out, then injured. But they won it the year he was yeah, left out. Yeah, so I, mean, I think he was like, I'm not going to play for the international side again. He was dis- he was disgusted. Um, and then Luka Modric, my Croatian brother, he got it done. I think he won He's the won Ballon, Ballon d'Or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so listen to this. So he won in 2018. His win is the only time between 2008 and 2021, so what, 13 years, that it wasn't won by either Messi or Ronaldo. Yeah, quite a run. Quite a run. Quite a run. Quite a run. I don't reckon you expected us to talk that much football puns and dribbling. No, but I don't you'd think be you shocked at how dialed in we are. We actually do know more than we uh, than we let on. We just don't care. But when we do care, we care. There's an art to being well informed, well rounded, well well knowledge, well versed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and also just choosing not to use it. It's like a it's like a gift. It's like I will turn it on when I have to. Exactly, but you know, I'm not going to pass up an opportunity to talk about Angie Postacoglu's. Big, dirty, sweaty tug. No. That's the most important thing to take away is Ange Postacoglu's big, sweaty tug. <laughs> Covered in mud cake and champagne. <laughs> like, you don't... It's also mid the consumption of both. You don't finish the, 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 the mud cake and champagne and then tug. You don't tug before the consumption of mud cake and no. champagne. You are sipping on champers, mouth full of mud cake, big, sweaty tug, and you just keep going around. Yeah, you do. Pace yourself. Yeah. And then grace yourself. Uh. <laughs> Punters and dribblers, as always, we are brought to you by the primo betting platform of this great nation of ours, and that's Neds. Big fans of Neds. We love Neds. They uh, have been huge supporters of us, huge supporters of everything we do over here, and we love them. Now, Eddie, if you're a punter or a dribbler and you want to engage with the community on Neds, how are you doing? It's very, very simple. Either you can follow Tom and I... It's even toddler if you're a loser. You can follow our profiles in the Ned's profile section, but I think a greater use of your time is to join the About Even group, under groups. Now, the code to get in is Dribbler. If it's not Dribbler, it's Dribblers. Forgive me. There you can follow all our tips, me, Shebos, Gurus, Burmos, sometimes Tobler, but again, who cares about him? It's a great community environment where we tip winners, we tip losers, mostly learners, losers, but sometimes winners. That's it. Shout out to Neds. Now, what's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers, you voted with your with your mouths, and Good Day has been popular with you all so far. Thank you very much to everyone who has uh, got around it, sampled it, tried it. But there's plenty more to go around, and we 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 believe in this thing, the daily multivitamin, and we think you all should have a go. There's more gullets to be pounded. Correct. You know what I mean? Like if I'm looking at if I'm looking at the gullets of this nation, not enough gullets 
full of good dough. That's right. For mine. Well, listen, we see it. We we see we see gullets that need to be filled, and we are in the business of filling gullets. I'll say this, Ed. We've been on it for a while now, and it helps uh, with mental clarity. It helps with energy throughout the day. Uh, it helps with liver cleanliness and function. Which we, I know, health. I know. There's a shitload of you that need that. There's I a know shitload of you out there. for a fact. You need a good scrub of the internals. Correct. I know that. For we know sure. it now. If you already got your own multivitamin that you're taking, don't bother changing. We're not asking you to change. But if you can you, if you want. You can, but you don't have to. But if you do nothing, if you do nothing for your health, then you've got to start somewhere. Now, if it's a run for you, that's great. But your nutritional health is something that we all fucking ignore. Good day is an opportunity for you to make smart decisions. The least you can do is a little good day. Use the code DRIBBLERS for 20% off. Punters and DRIBBLERS, 20% off. It's our gift from us to you. BeGoodHealth.com.au. Now, we do have a bit more sport to get to, but I wanted to just uh, bring up a funny um, thing that happened yesterday to you and I, Edward. Um, we were on a work call with some lawyers yesterday, just about some business shit, and the lawyer... Accountant. Sorry, the accountant. Uh, he kept calling you buddy... In the most champing way imaginable. I've never heard someone buddied more in the space of what was like a 15, 20-minute conversation. I would have been buddied 30 times. And probably. Then, and once good boyed. And I was good boyed at the end. He was good boyed at the end. He was buddied at, He was buddied into the core of the earth. I don't know if it was because I was asking a lot of questions. I don't know if that's his usual manner or if he was out for me personally. That's the thing. It's hard to know because he was a nice guy. On well, nice of, enough. Depends. It's the thing. On the face of it, he was nice enough, but he was throwing buddies around like they were going out of fashion, and it was like it was every almost time. as though this guy had an addiction to saying buddy or burying people, yeah. and this was his last day to live. Yeah, exactly, he was yeah. fucking working for those buddies. He basically bro. had to get these buddies out before he died, or something bad was going to happen. Correct. There was like the. The last breath of a dying man obsessed with buddying people. I was very... It had real champ energy too, puns and dribbles. You've got to know that. The, 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 the part of me that is my father was so... And I kind of regret it, but it's that sort of like a little bit like... Um, it's semi-antagonistic, but it's more just like, I'm going to have to buddy him back. Like, I wanted to drop a buddy on him before we went, and I didn't, and I thought about it when I went home. That's why I made a note of talking about it today. I was like, I should have fucking buddied him. It just if anyone was going to buddy, it was it would it would needed to be me. No, but I'm only I wanted to. Don't buddy you think him. you need to, you can counter a buddy with a buddy? Yeah, but, well, but that would have looked. I, that's why I would have done it because it's like because I just think sometimes as well people need to be more aware of the way they talk to people because buddy can be a buddy once is okay. Buddy buddying someone to the core of the earth is condescending in the extreme. Yes. Nice 30 guy, buddies. 30 buddies too many. One buddy, okay, I noticed it, but it's okay. Two buddies, we've gone past the amount of buddies that, that should be enough. Now, there is no chance in hell, What's IMO, your, what? that you were ever going to buddy him back. I was doing it mainly for the lol. No, I couldn't buddy back because it would have been abrasive in the extreme. It would have been obvious. Yes. But I wouldn't care if it was obvious to me because it's my going, I just am letting you know I notice how often you're buddying my buddy. Do you? What's your gut read on the buddies? Were they because it will? I mean, there, I there may were, be there may be consequences. I think that they were they were a little for him. I think they were a little condescending. Yeah, I don't think you can. But then you, listen, you know what? It's hard. He said, "Buddy," to you so many times that there is an argument that could be 
made in the high court of this nation mm. that we've got an, a buddy addict. We do have a buddy addict. Who doesn't know that there he's was saying There was also a, a vape addict in the background. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, bullshit. Yeah, let's hope they don't listen to this. <laughs> Maybe we should just listen to it and see what they're up to. <laughs> Uh, you know, like we may have been dealing with a buddy addict, so which you, I mean, listen, is it is it? But that's not the way you is, talk is to that, people. It, yeah, but is that beyond? But maybe, maybe that's his that's his go to, and no one's had the balls to pull him to up. To pull him up, maybe he thinks buddies play on. He doesn't potentially realize that buddy is like champion. But he was also older than all of us by some margin, and it felt like. If I'm putting, he was he was trying to he was trying to be like hey because I look so young and gorgeous yeah it's like oh we've just got some really young hot models on the line here like these guys don't know what they're doing you know these guys don't know what they're doing that's how it felt to me yeah like you hey, don't know kids. what you're talking about kid also their 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 demeanor over email which is I always give people grace because it's hard to tell intonation over work through text. Mm. But it was a little bit like, hey, buddy, hey, young fucking kids. I was buddied with an inch of my life. And with I'm here an to, And I'm, listen, I survived to tell the tale. Yeah. I'm here telling you I was, I was buddied, uh, a.k.a. champed, yeah. to with an inch of my rugby league life. And if it was champed, I think it would have been – there's no way it's not condescending. Buddy's pretty condescending. From, buddy, an, no, from, from an older gentleman to a, to to a, a younger, to a young, hot star. Model, yeah. Yeah. To, to, to a catwalk model. To a guy like that, you know, has turned down Milan jobs. Do you know yes. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, like just because he's a young model doesn't mean he does, he's not business savvy. I'll tell you what, he's the only one asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> you asked a couple, didn't you? No, I threw in a couple, but it was. What ones did you throw in again? Uh, look, I, actually, I made statements more than questions. I was speaking to the business as opposed to asking questions about the business, if that makes sense. Because I don't know anything to do with the things with which we were discussing. You did okay. I did, listen, I did fine. Listen, you look good. That's all that matters. A couple of catwalk models. A couple of hot Milan, Paris. Yeah. I don't know where I'll say model. You get the picture. Before I get on to our next uh, topic, which I'm very excited to talk about, I want to uh, shout out. Sorry, I got hair in my nose. Uh, our friend Joyride, who was on the, uh, the stream the other night. Just breaking stories, but I just wanted to shout out his podcast because it's outside of my own and the P, the podcasts that are on this network. We mean well at Al about even about even. Uh, new favorite podcast, Becky and Cam show featuring Joyride. It's fucking hilarious. Cameron James, Becky Lucas, stand up comedians, Joyride, just a funny cunt. Check it out. Now, the next thing I want to talk about, Edward, Josh McGuire. Josh McGuire. Do you remember Josh? Moose, I think his nickname was in when he played in the NRL. Yep. He's over in Super League. And he What's got What's Moose been up to? Moose of second biggest rap sheet after John Hopawadi fame. Mm. He got suspended for seven games at the start of the year for inappropriate language, which has to be pretty fucking inappropriate, right? I was, think it was. Was it, it was, a, was it a little bit like? Was it cancel cancelable? Well, yeah, but in terms of what stays on the field, happens on the field, stars on the field. Like I don't know whether they come out and tell you exactly what it was. But did he cross the line? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then I think on the weekend, uh, he's recently now. Now he's got a twelve game suspension, and his club's about to sack him because that will be seven, eight, nineteen games of the season he's been suspended for. 
of this season. Yeah. <laughs> For the exact same thing. Oh, so Moose is... A Moose. piece of shit by the sounds of it. And obviously I'm going to bump into it at some point. He's going to put one on my chin. But like, sounds like a piece of shit in a rugby league context. Like the things he says. What, can you give me a... Can, can we get a sense of what he says? Well, we'll beep it because it's not exactly proven. If you can find out what exactly has been said. But the uh, what was alluded to in an article was that he beat me now... Oh, Mooses. Again, who the fuck knows? I don't know if he's challenging it or not, but like... Oh, that's the low. Cunts, the cunts that's had enough. That's low brow from yeah. Moose. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That's low brow from Moose. Josh McGuire's footy rap sheet. Oh, yeah. Should we read this? I'll go. 2023 suspended. We, and this is the second time we've done this this year, by the way. Have we rap sheeted him before? Because we got on him last time. Did we rap sheet? Yes. I remember nothing. Don't worry. Keep going. 2023 that's- suspended twice by Warrington... Warrington for grade F charges, including unacceptable language stemming from a trial game against Lee. Most recent suspension was 12 weeks and is likely to end his career. How embarrassed would you be if you're like his family? Like, hey, dude, can you stop saying rogue shit to people on the field? Five-match suspension to start the season stemming from two separate careless high tackle charges when playing for the Dragons. 2021 suspended for a total of 10 weeks across the season for Red V, including a five-week ban for shocking hip-drop tackle on Josh Adokar. 2020 missed three weeks through suspension, including a week for dissent against referee. Grant Atkins. Only three weeks in the year 2020, though. Oh, mate, you get a lot longer than that now. I think, I can't remember if it was 2020 or 2021, but it doesn't mention here he was also part of the suspended Dragons group for the barbecue. Oh, Oh, barbecue. Barbecue gate. 2019 on Cowboys debut. Suspended for three matches after being caught with his hands in the face of then Broncos star David Fafita. Also accused of eye-gouging Melbourne star Cameron Munster and Seagulls center Dylan Walker the same year. Back-to-back eye-gouges. That is that is a lot from the yeah, moose. That's a lot. 2018 went at the Broncos, slapped with a country conduct charge for pulling the hair of Bulldogs forward Adam Elliott, aka the, the sheriff. sheriff. Weeks earlier, stomped on the hand of Storm prop Tim Glasby Shout and also Tim. abused an NRL official. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Are there any more? Oh, just to 2018. That, that's the 2018. Yeah, yeah, it goes back. Trust me, that cunt's got a fucking rap sheet just a little bit shorter than John Apawati. Like, what a fucking... Like, there's, there's some things where you go, like, I'm, I would like to see the good in everyone, right? But, like, I'm not saying that he is an ultimately bad person. I'm sure that away from footy he can be a decent human being. But, like, there's just so much there that indicates either someone who's got, like, a bit of an issue they need to deal with, maybe some anger man, you know what I mean? Like, maybe to lay down on the couch and talk to a... Shrink it up. Shrink it up a little bit. Yeah. Or have a bat. I don't know. Like, are you, is this is this well, a you think builder? this is a blue ball thing? I've had blue balls before. I mean, not that. Listen, like, I'm looking know, for like, an, I'm looking for answers, mate. I don't know. I'm coming here musing with me old mate about why Moose has gone off the fucking handle on multiple occasions, almost Wild yearly. Moose. In fact, Moose not even, on the loose. Not even nearly yearly. This is yearly. Five this years. is multi-year, multi-time-a-year incidents. Yeah. For the big fella. Yeah. I've also just found in 2016, he got into a punch on a training uh, with uh, another, like a junior kind of player when he was at the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it was like a fucking 19 year old who's just coming into the grade. Well, you got to teach him what's what, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Lay him out. Lay him out. Lay him out. Really um, good for Moose. 
That's moose. Yeah, that's moose stuff. You know what I mean? I'm not going to take that any further other than just to relay the information. Good on you, moose. Moose on the loose. Moose on the loose. <laughs> Listen, if you sight a moose on the loose, call the cops. Yeah. If you see one, don't approach. Don't approach. It'll it may be dangerous. gouge your eyes out or abuse your family. <laughs> Allegedly. Fire him up, Davey. Yep. Davey boy bloom. How'd your parents take the news of your full-time employment? Yeah, they were happy. They were proud. Proud of that. Still asking when I'm going to finish my uh, uni thesis, but well, don't mind When are that. you going to finish your uni thesis? Is that thesis, back burner stuff now? That's back burner stuff. Well, was that was that was that a young D or Dave trying to like just pad? A little bit, yeah. Because <laughs> I finished my undergrad in uh, twenty twenty, and then it was like try find a full time job during COVID or just yeah. go back to uni or, or go and like just pile that hex debt on. Yeah, yeah well, because exactly. it's the only way your parents are going to allow you to stay in the house, I imagine, or maybe not. Have maybe. you got a, have you got a media hex debt now? Oh yeah, media's she media, especially <laughs> after this indexation and the following ones each year. She's media. She's media as fuck. Yeah, that's good. I love slapping young children with fucking debt straight out of school for degrees that don't get you immediately employed. It's really nice. Mm. You reckon the university should just pay? The government should pay for them? Uh, yeah, I kind of do. Well, they did or, up until like yeah. the mid eighties. Yeah, but like, mate. Huh? Yeah, or yeah. you don't slap them with that sort of shit. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. Well, you say they shouldn't index them. Fuck no, dude. But they also shouldn't be, like, you should not be slapping kids with fucking debt straight out of school. Especially when they don't even, you don't even understand what debt is when you're 18. I, I think. You don't have a fucking you know what idea what you get yourself I think, into. I think it should be, I, d I think it should be, it should be indexed. Definitely so not. So it just sits there, and it comes off slow, dude. You don't even really notice it. I think that's. I think that's more than a, a like a, uh, appropriate. Otherwise, you're stealing money out of the NDIS and shit to pay for that shit that doesn't mean anything. That's not the right. That's not the well, way. Well, what go. you don't need to take it out of the NDIS either. There are many not, other places not a, you can mate, take it from. Not, an, not to mention the fact that around. the NDIS is an absolute fucking shit show scam racket. It's fucking disgraceful the way the NDIS is run. In terms of like the private contractors that the, the people that are fucking like fleecing the whole joint yeah, it's it's so. so poorly run my auntie's fucking disabled dude it's fucked the shit my old man had to go through just to try and get like very basic things or like care scummy scummy bullshit but i like with the university like make it cheaper the government can subsidize it or let's just be honest they don't necessarily fucking we studied about we, like, the shit we studied was obsolete by the time we got to the working world. Unless you're a doctor, a fucking Mate, I nurse, think, I think it's a lawyer, I like, these ones where you really need to be highly skilled and trained. Like, shit, you shouldn't be paying fucking whatever the hell we're paying for these degrees we were doing. It's crazy, dude. We didn't pay that. It was, like, our one wasn't crazy money. Dude, the fact, like, listen, we got to a point where we were able to pay it off. It's not, not, it's not nothing, dude. No, but it's... What's it's, the average wage? Well, yeah. the, the thing about the What's average, the average wage, wage, minimum wage doesn't get indexed to inflation. It doesn't get raised to you match don't, you inflation. Don't pay, you don't pay it off until you, rate, until you make like 60 grand a year, though. Mm. Yeah, but that 60 and grand a year, slow. though, like, it, like, that's a third. Like, sometimes, I, what did my ex get up to, like, close to 30 grand? Yeah, but like, that's because you fucking, you had to repeat. Like, a, a three-year degree for us would have been, like, for you, would have been, like, 20 grand. That's, that's not still, crazy money. It's not nothing. And you're not you guaranteed go to the US, a job. You go to the US, you're going to go get a fucking loan from yeah. the bank. Yeah, and yeah, you get interest fucking, you get interest right. out the fucking yeah, ass. so they're worse. And they, mate, they get like, like, there's like a hundred grand. Yeah, but that's worse. That doesn't know, mean that what's saying, happening here. I'm saying globally, it's, but it's not, not a huge that's, Yeah, problem. but like, you know, it's it's not about what's globally. It's just about going, it's, it's not a fucking, it's kind of a fucking scummy system.
I don't think it's scummy. I don't well, think you, I not, you are that. not guaranteed a fucking goddamn. You don't get like, and obviously you don't need to be guaranteed, but it's almost like one degree is not enough. Like you almost need to have doubles and shit if you don't even have a look in. Bullshit, mate. People don't hire off degrees here. That's rubbish. You need degrees. What have we looked at? Have you looked at any mate, fucking job that, on Seek? Yeah, but and I've been unemployed a few times, bruh. You go and look at any job on Seek. They want to see an. They want to see like oh tertiary education or whatever the fucking hell it's called in university. Like tertiary is high school. Yeah, what's the what's the, what do they call it? Undergrad or whatever. Or whatever. They they ask for that shit. They ask for it. Now I don't think you need to because again, doesn't really. You do a lot of extracurriculars at university. But uni's good as well for. You know, I'm not saying I'm not saying you know for different defund reasons. the police here. I'm just saying that you it don't. Sounds need to, like it. No, I'm just saying that you don't need to be fucking putting kids who don't know any better into debt like that straight off the bat. Obviously, America is way worse. But they're not in debt straight out the bat because you only you only pay it back when you start making meaningful money. So that's not entirely. But you correct. are you, the debt is there, and as soon as you make any money over sixty grand, you are paying that off. Small. Small it doesn't amounts. matter, dude. It's still the same. It is still what it is. It's still debt. And it's getting indexed to the fucking inflation. We got our... In, I went through I our... Just in, I through. went through our indexations the other day. There was fuck all. Some of them were like 1% less. Yeah. No, we were fine. Just well, to let you know, Dad. Thanks. Good to know. I'm so happy for that. <laughs> I'm, we're I'm very happy for you guys. We're good. we're good. No, we're sweet. Tom and I are sweet. Paid that bitch off. Yes. Not a big deal. Not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel for you, cunts. Um, I'm just saying it could be worse. Just consider yeah, that. Yeah, no, oi, just stop whinging. It could be worse. Mm. Um, now. Let's dribble. Let's dribble. Did your parents get your mud cake and like a bottle of fucking yellow gland or something? Uh, no, they didn't. <laughs> they just gave me a nice pat on the back. That's nice. So no, yeah. probably because you live there for like fucking, you know, basically your whole life. Well. Basically, besides the last six months, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That was nice. Anyway, mm. that was nice of them mm. to raise me after they birthed me. But yeah. You should have got them some yellow gland and a mud coat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really. Maybe next time. Or like yellow gland and like a high quality cheesecake. Because it's sort of the inverse. Yellow gland was like all anyone drank in Dubbo. When I remember like going back to like my parents' fucking barbecues and shit. Yellow gland. All pink. Pink gland. Pink. pink gland. What was the other one? Is there another one that was like a... Passion pop. Yeah, that's passion pop. That's kid. the purple that like one. Yellow is yellow. I wouldn't mind having a bit of yellow, Glenn. Just saying what Listen, the go you is. You can't call it champagne. It's sparkling. Oh, I know. I did, Cause I it's, know. I'm just, no, I'm just saying because it's not made in champagne. You know what I mean? It's just champagne. Champagne. Mm. Um, shout out to Yellow Glenn. You should sell that at the bottle shop. Mm. A lot of Yellow Glenn. Uh, Tom and Eddie, punters and dribblers. It's the kick and tear dribbler. Um, firstly, congratulations, boys, on 500 episodes. Hell of a knock. And uh, you boys inspire my dribble. Every day. Thank you, Katie. Um, but guys, there's a lot of chat in my circles at the moment about AI and the power of sort of artificial intelligence. There's like deep fakes going around. You know, some blokes are even getting these like digitized girlfriends um, powered by AI. And um, it's got me thinking, I mean, the first thing I would do with this kind of technology, given that it's origin time, um, is bring back an AI generation of Ray Warren for our State of Origin commentary. Mm. Um, my question to you boys is, should we do it? If we have the technological capabilities to bring back an AI Ray Warren to commentate uh, the Blues uh, season, um, should we do it? Um, I just feel like Origin just isn't the same without Ray Warren. And, and um, ethically, you know, is it, would it be right to bring back an AI version of uh, Ray Warren for Origin? Um, Congrats on 500 Eps, boys. Be soon.
No. Thank, thank you, KTD. KTD, no. no small part of the Hello Sport journey. Yeah, big fan of you, KTD. Miss big you. fan of your work. Miss Love you. you. I think you're fantastic. The answer for me is a big fat no. I will say this. Can we actually do that technologically now? Because like you need him to be reacting to live gameplay. I don't know that's possible, KTD. I don't think it is. Let's imagine for a second it could be done. Then I would say this. I would say, yes, do it. Ray Warren gets a slice of the pie. He's on a lifetime no, no, contract. No, no. I, would say, I would say no. I'd say a big fat no. I'll tell you why I'd say a big fat no. This is my opinion. I reckon we're going to get to a little a point in in the potentially not too distant future, right, where there's fucking AI everywhere. AI can paint the best paintings. They can sing the best songs. They can fucking play chess better than anybody. They can fucking beat us at pool. They can beat us. They can beat us all that shit. You you do your own thing, AI. I'm I'm more of a human being sort of guy. You yep. know what I mean? Like yep. if it's not vetted as painted by a human, I'm not interested. No, but see, I'm with you there. I think that when it comes so if it's so if it's not if it's not vetted human giving me my fucking my commentary and my color commentary, Tom, for mm. State of Origin, not interested. Now, all I would say is this: for someone like Ray Warren, who's a commentator, who's providing. No opinion and just the dulcet tones and the commentary. It's not Paint- right. I haven't finished. Painting the picture, theatre of the mind sort of stuff, calling what you see. That to me is different to colour commentary. I don't want to know what AI thinks about... Uh, Bullshit. Newcastle. Have w- that's... Listen. That's theatre. It is theatre, but it is not opinion. I don't want to hear what a computer thinks, a computer who hasn't laced up a boot and played a single minute of rugby league. They're one and the same. But they're not definitely not the same. The colour commentary is different. I, I completely agree with you on the artwork sort of shit, but I don't, think, I don't think AI artwork will be worth dick. I think people are much more interested in what is created by the mind. That's what I'm saying. That's what exactly. That's ex- you, you're, you're feeding my point. Like songs that come out, they might be sick or they might have a great voice or whatever. But if if you know it's not human, you won't be interested. But all we're doing is enhancing the product of State of Origin with a with a commentator who's great. But I tell you not, what you could do. But it's not him. Doesn't matter. Yes, it does. What about this? Yes, of course it what matters. What about this? That you basically, if you go down your train of thought, you might as well just rip us off and have AI do it, and it'll just be the same. No, do you understand that there is a difference between no, no, creativity? But, no, but he does. He does more than that, Tom. He does more than that. His choice of words at the right time, the way that he puts inflection on certain words, the way that he draws it all together. He's telling a story. He's not just going, "I defend the tackled, be defend the tackled." It's no, not that no, mundane. It's, no, it's not mundane. No, because it would be Ray Warren's voice as much as anything else. No, and no, as no, I said, no, you said to no, me, no, 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 no. you said to me, not into it. You said to me well, look, if, Lisa, we, if you want if you, you want to have faith me, if you want to have faith you said Ray, to fine. me that you if you we, want faith you Ray, said to me that we would if we were able to recreate this thing you want fake right you that's said fine. to me that we would be able to recreate this you want fake right you said okay listen, no you take fake right if he's not a, if he's not doing it anymore if ray warren's available i'd be like give me the fucking real mccoy but he's not a, he doesn't want to do it anymore you want fake right you want fake right now fine. what you could do you side with the robots what you could do well listen at some point you know we've all got to make our decision <laughs> <laughs> and you, i for one <laughs> welcome my new overlord <laughs> if you if you could just make a like because ai might be able to just re, like an amalgam, amalgam of like great amalgamation of great commentators' voices from history, right? Mm-hmm. And just make what might be perceived as the ideal commentary voice. Now we're not 
we're not pissing on the memory of Ray Warren by using his voice. We're keeping you happy, but we're also <laughs> not having to listen to some commentators who we maybe don't see as favourable in <laughs> specific arenas. So you're saying, you're so you just you have an AI that's got a great voice, just a great voice, who obviously can call the game well because, as you said, we've created the technology to be able to do that. Yeah, I don't. It's it's still not human though. It's still not gonna. It's basically what it's doing is going. This is what was said in these moments over this data set, and therefore I'm going to try and replicate it. To right, some but degree. you understand that in X that that guy was tricked into fucking a robot and locked himself in a room and died. That's, at some point, that's general. That's general AI. That's different. But at some point, it's going to become indistinguishable from the. It human. already is. Right. So it already not, no no. So you have to flag it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, It'll but, get to a point where everything have to be flagged. So, human so, or so not. if it is just as good, then who gives a fuck? It if it means so. That, so if a if a song is just as good, who gives a fuck? If the, you know, if if I enjoy a song and it's not and it's AI created, I'm not. I can't help if I enjoy it. The same way that if I think AI if you found creates out, a painting, I think if you found out, you wouldn't. But it's oh, you know, I I wouldn't not enjoy. Like it. people don't watch AI play chess. They don't. They're not into it, no. even though it's better technically. But I think a song is something that you can't help if you kind of like a song. Like if AI beats you in chess, it's not the same. You're not going well. This is the best. But if you're chess a purist, in the world. but if you're a purist watching AI play, if you love the game, you should watch that. Well, you you might be impressed by the way it's thinking. You might be like, "Fucking hell, this machine is playing chess like I've never seen anyone play chess." But the tournaments aren't like that. But on, well, you're, you're jumping all around the fucking shop here. If there's a song that sounds good, if AI's made it or not, it's still you can't deny it's good. With a painting, it's slightly different. I think it's more interesting to see the way a mind... The same with music, though. It's more Music would be more interesting coming from the creative mind. It's like, where are these... Where is the brain of Kevin Parker pulling his fucking music from? Where is Mozart pulling this shit so from? So that's what I'm saying. I think if you, if, if you find out it's AI, it's less impressive. I'm not saying that. But if who gives a fuck if you're commentating football and the other option is the other option? <laughs> who shall not be named? But that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you're saying. I don't know if you do. I do, but I still, I still don't like it. I'm not saying it's. That's the, all I'm saying. Can I have an opinion? If there's a great, <laughs> can I have an opinion, Tom? If, Fuck! If there's a great human who can fill the void, yes. so obviously we don't have Ray. If there's a great, phenomenal, exemplary human who can do the damn thing, mm. sure. If you don't ha say you're in a moment, say you're in a time in history where you don't have one. Say it's 2023 and there isn't a great replacement for Ray Warren to call State of Origin, and there is an AI option. Are you going to just persist with the non-Ray Warren option? I tell you why I probably would, because there may be the second coming of Ray out there. But if we go, we're going with AI. That kid loses his chance. He doesn't, though. He does. That that kid never comes to be because at every level going up, you're replaced with AI and that's it. You'll have, in the, out at Bush Footy, you'll have the best caller ever because it's AI. At the fucking dogs at Dubbo, the no, best caller ever because it's AI. Because you still want to incentivize the how next would you, generation. How would you incentivize Mate, that? Mate, you know, you shot. set up grassroots commentary academies across the nation. <laughs> I think you're robbing the future A Warren of his chance to shine if you, you go down this path. That's you've got to invest money back into grassroots, and the money you save on a commentator today can be invested in the grassroots commentators of tomorrow. Dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Comfortably. And we've talked a lot of shit. Uh, Listen, if you want to side with the robots, that's fine. I, for one. You fucking used ChatGBT like yesterday for something. 
not to call rugby league football. Well, you're siding with fucking... the robots, buddy. Huh? You're siding with the robots. <laughs> you're using them when you want. You're fucking picking and choosing. Look at you, you flip-flopping bastard. You'll be telling... You'll talk me out of engaging in robots, and then before you know it, you will have got a ro- robot replacing me. And I'm like, what the fuck? I like, would never do that. Listen, dude, I've just been... Me and this robot have been getting on. He can do your voice. And I'll be like, you fucking dog. So, listen, I'm now, you know, you're all over the place, mate. You're, Am I? Yeah, you are. You're inconsistent. You told me you hate robots. You were talking to me. You love robots before. You might I didn't use a, the robot. I didn't use the robot. You might be a fucking what did I robot. T- well, don't misappropriate what I said. What did I say? I said Ellie is the robot. That's well, what I said. You know what, dude? Your tacit endorsement of her behavior, which is supporting robots. I said Ella used a robot the other day. Which not, you endorsed. You said, fuck, it was good. Not that sort of robot either. You dirty minor cunts. <laughs> Just do another dribble. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry, I'm on mute. Get it together, Dave. Tom, Eddie, oh, Dior, Tobler, punters and dribblers, it's a stats fan. I'd like to add my congratulations on your milestone achievement. However, the real milestone, as you guys know, is on reaching episode 502 you have now surpassed the highest ever first class cricket score set by the incomparable Brian Lara when he scored 501 not out for Warwickshire against Durham in 1994 well done boys be soon thank you stats man I wasn't aware we'd gone past the incomparable Brian Lara no and his first class record 501 not and not to be confused with the unsinkable Molly Brown, uh, the incomparable Brian Lara's 501 uh, was yeah. never to be beaten until we went past That'd it. be quite a child if you were to cross an, uh, an incomparable Brian right. Lara with, with an, an unsinkable, unsinkable Molly, Molly Brown. Brown. It would be quite <laughs> the incomparably unsinkable offspring. That would be, in, in yeah, uncomparably unsinkable. In, incomparably un, un, unsinkable. <laughs> <laughs> Just Good on, on your stats, man. On that Brian Lara innings, he was bowled on a no ball on twelve, and then dropped by the keeper on eighteen. That's Brian. You know, but they look. I'm I'm just echoing what I've heard. But all the great ones say, if you want a big score, you need a bit of luck. And you know what else they say? Catches win matches. You drop Brian Lara on fucking eighteen. They do say that. Uh, Shane Warne. Circuit 2005. On that, on that, the, uh, you haven't seen the trailer for the new Shane Warne show. No, I've, I've it not. Is, I've it not. looks like one of the great pieces of shit of all time. Like, talk about a bastardization of What's a What's it called? Warney or something? Yes. Yes, that's exactly what it's it called. Is. Yeah. It is an underbelly version of Shane Warne. The guy who looks like, like, who is playing Shane Warne. Like, they did it without the family's fucking say-so, notice, anything, any blessing. And they must have been writing this shit, like, while his fucking body was still warm. It is... It looks ridiculous. Shane Warne, Warney. You're pretty good at that. The drama event of the year. Like, it's... You're pretty good at that. Well, thank you so much. It's fucking... It looks so bad, dude. Show me the trailer. Yep. Spin bowling is a magic trick. I'm That's not how anyone walks out to bowl. There has never been. I was the golden Looks boy. nothing like him. No. Everything I touched, gold, and never will be. You think my life was all glitz and glamour? Think again. Another one. Like him. 
Look at the head, like everything, the wardrobe, it's so fucking. Hey, what about that blonde kid? What? The chubby kid? The kid can spin a ball. I'm in the team. Jesus Christ. That close up shot of the hand? Jesus Christ. Oh, they've got Liz Hurley oh, in it. Oh, my God. The must-see drama event of the year. Celebrating the life of an Aussie adored like no other. You're the one. Everyone wants to say Oh my goodness Fuck me do you, can I, do you know what that looks like Tom? That looks like a throwback to 2006 When television still reigned supreme yeah. And everyone had analog uh, sort of setups Digital TV was still Years away, if you were ritzy ditzy rich, cunt, you might have you, you might have had you might have had Foxtel and a plasma. But most of us, the the big back ass of the yeah. TV, you sit down. You've still got the tape. You can tape things. I don't know what year that was, but work but like the color, the color of the everything color, is color, so cheesy and cheap. The color looked like that. We've moved past that sort of television. Well, no one watches that. No, but, well, but, maybe they do, actually. I don't the, know. The streaming wars have dictated that a certain standard must be met. I now. wonder what that would cost that to make. That looks fucking awful. That is appalling. That's neighbours quality. And that's not to impugn their fine work. But, but they're no longer with us. Well, I think they're actually coming back. Well, the, the, I don't want to break any news. The main star no. of this uh, was on Home and Away, and he's also been in... Pretty much all of the the same little like TV miniseries movies about Aussie people. So he was in the In Excess one that Seven made. Great. He was in the Brocky one. He was Great. in the uh, Julian Assange one Great. a few years ago. Yep. Um, he was in a Chopper one. Fuck, they're gonna make a t t like a story about this guy being in all of these fucking shows. Unbelievable. I just I'm I'm shocked that that even was made that trailer even that trailer i'm shocked that trailer was made it's gross dude. it's disgusting but also like if you were going to make something about warning if you were yeah firstly you, were. you absolutely run it by the family first i think so yeah now okay i'm prepared to stand corrected and say that that's actually not true and maybe they did run it by the family but as far as i'm aware they did not run it by the family i'm pretty sure i saw jackson warren say something like that secondly Let's maybe give the man a fucking bigger budget so we don't have to pay the guy who was on fucking In Excess's docu-series show. Like, let's get some... Let's make it a... Let's sell it to Netflix or fucking... Let's... Well, listen. Let's have a real crack at it. If you've got the heavy hitters... Get Liz Hurley playing Liz Hurley. There was heavy hitters, global heavy hitters, saying farewell to the great Shane Warne. You know what I mean? Like, Coldplay did a fucking song. Elton John, basically, he... He um, sang about him in his last song. You know what I mean? Like Shane Warren's was photo was up behind him. The UN was at the fucking funeral. Mick Jagger said something for fuck's sake. Yeah, dude, when he was when his funeral was on, 
And I, I was at the pub. The entire it was on every fucking screen. I was in tears. Yeah. Him doing up dresses and shit. Like, what are we? And him doing? just like you know, like fucking all these chicks and like Shane and his wife. Like, oh, Shane wouldn't do that. Like putting that in the trailer, as well as disrespectful to his ex missus. Like, yeah, yeah. Shane wouldn't do that. And then in the next thing's him fucking macking on with some chick in the street. Like Simone, is it? Yep. Um, it, this was also announced that they were in the process of making it in July. Yeah. So, so he was. When did he die? Like fucking February. March, February. Uh, January. March maybe. January. Late January. Early February. Nah, March. 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 March last year. Wild stuff. Crazy. Dude. Yeah, fourth of March. Fourth of March. Wild. Not yeah, good. Is there any early does there reviews out or like has anyone seen it yet? Not reviews, I don't <laughs> think. But there are uh Brooke, his Warney's daughter, has come out and said, uh did she say it was she said disgraceful, I think. Beyond disrespectful is what she said. Yeah. Well fuck, if she said that before the trailer, she'll be I can't imagine what she'll say after it. No tact. It's tacky as fuck, dude. So tacky. The, I wonder the, if it's even, gonna go even, all the way up to the end of even, his life as even, well. Like, even hair, makeup, and wardrobes, fucking tacky. dude. That's what I mean. The wardrobe, like the way his hair looks, it's like you guys haven't even tried. Not tried. Trialless. It says uh, this is in a news.com.au article. Uh, Pre-production for the two-part movie was up and running within three weeks of his death. That's fucking disgusting. Like, that, if it's a two-part miniseries, that's more, more like a how's that? Did you watch that? Kerry Packers? Mm. Yeah, 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 Th- yeah. That was pretty good. This looks like rushed horseshit yeah. to me. Three weeks after his death, did you say? Yeah. That's appalling. I don't even think he'd had a funeral yet. No. Three weeks after. No, that. no, no. I don't think so. Mate. Not good enough. Now the hottest, the hottest yarn in town, punters and dribblers. Obviously, uh, this comes out Thursday morning. This, this, this was, this was broken overnight. We'll call it early Wednesday morning for the punter and the dribbler. <laughs> that live golf, and the PGA Tour, along with the DB World Tour. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. Basically, the European Tour had come to an agreement to come together as one. Mm. Now, this caught a lot of people off guard, particularly uh, loud... PGA golfers. Well, loud, noisy mouthpieces for their PGA overlords. PGA golfers like Rory McIlroy at Owl, completely off guard. I think Rory was talking shit uh, as late as a couple of days ago, basically saying in regards to the Ryder Cup, which is at the end of the year, he obviously plays for Europe. He was basically saying that no live golfers should be allowed to to participate outside of Brooks Kepka, who obviously recently won the PGA Championship. So only Brooks is? He. This was Rory's opinion. Why can Brooks and no one else? Because he was like, you can't go past a guy that's won five majors who won one recently. Like but that's like so. That's such caveat bullshit. Of course it is. I don't think that. Listen, Rory McIlroy, I respect as a golfer, but turn into a bit of a fuckwit lately with all this bullshit. Yeah. Caveat this, caveat that. Like you can't sit there and and be, um, so anti breakaway when. It's so clearly the PGA had squeezed golf into like a tight little and a neat little corridor. So if you aren't one of the best players in the world and all the tournaments aren't in the USA, then fuck off. Yeah. Like it completely killed golf in Asia, completely killed golf in Australasia and Australia and New Zealand. It killed golf in South, uh, South Africa. Golf in Europe was pretty fucking shaky. Like it was all US based. And they came in there and they said there's some fat, fat, 
greedy piglets running the PGA, taking all the money, and we're going to shake things up. And sure as shit, you're all getting paid fucking way more than you were a year or two ago because they go, well, you know where all the profits are going, lying in these fat little piglets' pockets. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So the money all of a sudden changes. All of a sudden... People like Adelaide got that tournament, the live tournament. Which People pumped. are foaming at the mouth. Of yeah. course they were, because we haven't seen a half decent golfer down here since fucking Rory McIlroy took on Adam Scott at the Australian Open in like 2000 and what, 14 maybe? Like, and then before that, I think it was Tiger just before he's... Uh, uh, 2009 scandal. maybe? Yeah, exactly. So golf needed a shake-up. And it's funny though, how that what's what's been like interesting to see is the how quickly PGA changed their tune of like fucking Saudi money. These guys are all pieces of shit. Well, the C was accusing them. It was, it was called, it was, he was invoking nine 11. He was invoking nine 11. Saying that a, a partnership with the Saudis was akin to supporting nine 11. And he was talking about families that he knew personally who lost people in nine 11. Now it's like, it and and you Oops. know and they all they saddle up to particular journalists who they allow more access to golfers if they if they you know go along with a certain narrative. I mean, obviously, in no way is the Hello Sport podcast condoning the chopping up of journalists. Do you know what I mean? Let that be known. Let that know. Can we put that on the public? Let's record? put that on the public record. But let's not for a second sugarcoat the US's record. Okay, let's the US who fucking absolutely. Ripped apart the Middle East for the last twenty odd yeah, years. They, they 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 locked up fucking poor Afghani farmers in Guantanamo for like mm. five years. Mm. Tortured the fuck out of them. Mm. Like let's not let's not pick and choose our little narratives to suit our needs. Ju- Ju- Julian Assange's been locked up in different fucking places for like how long? Telling now? the truth for telling the truth for telling the truth. Let's you can't pick one certain yarn and just and just go well because of that it's all fucked. The world's fucked at me to tell you. I'm sorry, but it is. You know what I mean? And making a stand at this level when the WPGA's main sponsor was a Ramco, Saudi-owned private company, the biggest in the world, spits out all their oil. Like, let's let's not fucking... Well, let's Uber, not, isn't, isn't, and I think friend of the show, Christian Welsh, always talks about how Uber is fucking owned <laughs> partly by the Saudis. They funded the startup yeah, yeah. of Uber. But then the, the people are like, well, you can't, that's like, is it what about is or is it like the, mm. the false equipment where it's like, well, that you can't just say that means that this is okay. It's like, well, no, because you're saying that it's not okay, yet you're tacitly endorsing another fucking industry that is connected to Saudi money. Let's not to mention our telephones that we all fucking use where the batteries, the cobalt in them is fucking from mines in like the Congo or some shit where there's like pregnant women digging up through, yeah. you know, it's... To, to listen, if you It's wanna, fucked if, everywhere and I'm not saying that any of it's good but to try and... It's to... For the PGA to try and be like the Saudis are the, dodge, are the dodgy ones is... And then to flip so quickly, like you didn't mean any of that. Because, Tom... That's the point. It was always used as a propaganda tool because it rallies emotion in people. Because people just fucking listen to what they're being told. That's the, the same can be said of everywhere in the world. It's propaganda, baby. And you're fed a fucking certain yarn. And some people, like poor old Rory, ate it up with a rugby league spoon, mm. which means a big spoon. Yes, it does. In well, the well, old. A rugby league wooden spoon. In the old. <laughs> in the old. Now, <laughs> clearly... Clearly, the PGA didn't give a flying fuck about the human rights record of the Saudis because they've just accepted, I would assume, one of the great investments from the Saudis probably ever seen. Mm. They're now one in the same. And they would have gone, okay, 
We tried to call you bluff. Your bluff's real. Give us a huge, big, big fat meaty check. You get a slice of the pie, and we're all friends. Let's sing kumbaya. Yeah, like they don't give a fuck about it. You any go of this back to shit. killing journalists and oi, how, and, oi, yeah. how dare you take the money? How dare you take the money? You gutless weak cunt. Yeah, yeah, you hate yeah, people. Yeah. Well, what do they just do? Now, poor old Rory McIlroy fucking thrown well and truly under the bus where, like, the PGA going, sorry, we aren't really tied very much to our morals. We're full of shit. But, Rory, you were, so you need to deal with that yourself. Like, what are you going to do? Because we've already signed. Rory's standing there with his dick in his hand. Yeah, literally with his dick in his hand. And then Cameron Smith, one of the best players in the world, shout out to you, my brah, walks past going, yo, I signed after I won the Open for, uh, like, 190. I think he got 150 190. Million? I think it was 190. 190 million? Yeah. Then you think of someone like the great and powerful Hideki Matsuyama who turned down $400 million. You know, you know who would have got more than that? Rory. Yeah. You know who would have got even more than that? Tiger. He doesn't really care. Tiger doesn't need it. Tiger would have got like $800 million, I think. He, yeah, that's what he turned We down. were saying before in the green room. But Tiger's Sebo, already Billy, so it doesn't matter. I know. Uh, Will Zalatoris of has pretty much done fuck all on the tour One tournament fame. win fame. Hundred million dollars that cunt turned down. I would surely there's got to be some compensation for like those big dogs who turn shit down, right? Well, I can, I can a no, they won't be. B people are like, well, all the players that took money and went to live should get fined. They're not paying those fines. I can tell you right now, the Saudis would have they, their contracts would have been in this eventuality. Do you not think for a second that when manager and player, best player in the world, let's use Cameron Smith as an example, sits down to negotiate? There isn't eventualities. What like, what if you get bought out? What happens then? Yeah. Well, in that in that system in that scenario, we pay your fines. You still get your bonus. No issues. Yeah. Like that's all fleshed out. And also baby. the whole the whole point of the live thing was probably to get bought out anyway, right? That like, was it's not, that was the entire. Point. So it's like we're hoping to get bought back out by the PGA when they cave, like the immoral fucks they are. And when that happens, they're probably going to want to try and save some face and do this that, and the other. So you're all good. Literally, they. If you go back and look at everything they said, for them to fucking roll over in the middle of the in the middle of the night and and, and just, not tell a single fucking not player. tell a soul and just wake up and go, yo, we're one of the same now. We're not going to disclose how much that they fucking bought in for. But I don't know what sort of equity structure has has occurred. I don't think that information's out yet. It may never come out. But the Saudis now own, presumably, a large chunk. Of world golf. Yeah. And and everyone's cool with it. Dude. And you were fucking, you were like basically wanted people hung and quartered and tried at the hay yeah. days ago. Yeah. Well, yesterday. Yesterday, there your are some, was There different. are some guys out there, and listen, I'll say this. There are some journalists out there and some players out there who either were A, paid by PGA and misled and made to look like idiots, or literally... Think that it was the morally right thing to do, right? Who would just be sitting there going, "These fucking I have pieces been of shit. pegged yeah. to within an inch of my life." Rory McIlroy has been pegged. 
I've never seen someone so brutally pegged before. And and we were saying before about how when it all started kicking off, your Philly Mix of the world, your Brookie K's, your Bryson DeShaw, everyone was like these pariahs, specifically Phil Mickelson, who at the, at some point was like everyone was turning on him because he was one of the first to go, wasn't he? No, like, but he no, but he no, no, he made some some he made some off comments. color comments. <laughs> sure, I'm not saying he's without fault, Edward. Yes, yes, no one's without fault in this world, and I'm sure you and I could include ourselves. He within that he category. he avoided the old the old. Uh, Media saying of smile and nod. Yeah. He, he went a little bit far. He went a bit rogue. But he has come out smelling like roses. Yeah. If and, you forget this sort of that sort of stuff. But and, like And he would have and because he was the first to go, he was basically the f- player figurehead. He would have got like five hundred million, probably. Maybe more. I don't know if there's a number that's floating around, but it would have been fucking huge. We got Sebo here. Sebo, can you bring him over? Give Sebo, why don't you come in for a quick cameo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sebo is here. Sit on Eddie's lap. Sebo is uh, Mr. Golf. So can we I've, get him on camera? Have we got him? I've just got some numbers of the rejected amounts, Tiger. And this is all US. So times at what? By 1.5? Yeah. 1.4? 800 mil. Hideki, 400. Ram, 300. Zalatoris, 130. And Sam Burns, uh, <laughs> not a generational golfer, 100 mil. Whoa! Oh, fuck. Oh. Sam Burns of no one could pick you in a lineup fame. Uh, I tell you, I will, I will say this. Obviously, we start the show pro-Australia. I know, I know he's he's got his faults. I know that you, some people think that he's lost his Australian way, but the Great White Shark, Mister Hog, Mister Tripod. I, I mean, looked at that photo again today. Fuck, that's a big, I mean, thick the Australian Saudis, dick. the Saudis, the Saudis picked a winner yeah. with that guy yeah. to look past his his green jacket form and go, is this is this the man for the job? Did they? Like, that photo of him with the fat fucking dick on the beach, that was pre... I'm sure Liv was, work, like, in the background, but, like, do you reckon the Saudis see that photo and go, he's the man? If I think... He's I th- the man for the job. I think that combined with the fact that he's... So, that hog photo combined with the fact that he was great friends with Kerry Packer, who basically did the same thing to the old guard of cricket, mm. English cricket, the ECB or the Mary Brack Cricket Club or whatever the fuck they're called, the MCC. Marley Marleybone. Marleybone. He basically did that to them with one-day cricket. He's essentially done the same thing. I think they sort of knew that he was that sort of cat. Yeah, like a legacy cat. Still with the blondest hair in the business, or is it grey now? I still like to see it as blonde personally, but I don't know if that is in fact the case. But that dick, though, good to know that, but, like, but, you but, know. But how about Greg, dude? He fucking bangs on for, what, two years? And now he's out? Yeah. Just drowning in cash? Get in, get off, get out. Fuck. He's done well, that cunt. Because like, well. There's no way in the world he would be. He can be in any position of power. The PGA But ultimately, him. like, PGA, obviously, that, that is what it is. But this is good for golf. I've never been more interested in golf in my life. We don't know what the shakeup is. We don't know what it's also called, worth. Just while we're in the middle of this global, golf though. chat, head to breaking the yips on YouTube to see me and Eddie uh, v Sebo and Street. We won't talk about the result because you have to go there and find out if you don't yet know. But very much worth a watch. Probably more of that sort of content coming out 
All I'll say is I've got a bit of Norman about me. Well, I think we have a bit of Norman about us. <laughs> I'm a bit more John Daly. I saved us with the drives. Let's say that. I am raw, raw talent. Eddie's got to work hard for his for his stripes, but I'm raw talent. <laughs> um, but go check that out. Breaking the Yips YouTube. 100%, go subscribe. 100%. Go check it out. But golf has never been more interesting. I'm fascinated now. I want it to be a truly... Listen, global sport? Yeah, I want it to be global. I want it to be everywhere. I want to have events down here. I want to have events fucking all over the uh, over the globe. I think it's more fun. You bring in crowds. Like, let's be honest for a second. Did anyone give a fuck about the John Deere Classic in East fucking West Idaho? Like, no one gives a fuck about that shit. No. That shit's not interesting to anybody, no. bro. no. Don't pretend like the PGA was like this sacrilegious event, like that you just ninety percent of the events it was called are the horseshit. John Deere Classic, like the the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Like yeah. these are not glorious. The Sony WM yeah. Open, like these no. aren't these aren't prestigious events. No, ninety percent of them. You could leave at the fucking door. And no one would know. And no one would know. You could leave them off the fucking calendar and it'd, no one would know. This is this is ultimately great for golf. I hope so. I hope I hope well I hope it'd be it, interesting to see what the shakeout is on how it, I hope what, it, what it looks out, like. I hope it shakes out in a certain way. It will. I think they'll get it right now. Because like even Europe European golf was dying. No one watched that shit. You might watch the fucking you know, the the Scottish Open, maybe, or the Irish Open, maybe once. That'd be it. But like what else did you watch? It'll be interesting to see what happens. It'll be. Very I, I wonder if I wonder if Adelaide was like the straw that broke the camel's back. What were they like? This thing pumped in Australia. It pumped in Adelaide, and we just went to Adelaide. And this is no disrespect to the great city, town, country, regional city, town of Adelaide, but like, fuck, mate, you were getting that pumping like nothing happens in Adelaide. I, I, but for a couple of reasons, a, it absolutely fucking pumped. But B, I think it sort of gave an insight into public sentiment, almost as if, like, no one agrees with you, PGA. No one gives a fuck about what you're talking about. You can go on this hip, this this hypocrisy-fueled rant about human rights and all this shit till the cows come home, but the people aren't buying that shit at the market, clearly. Mm. If I saw that as the in my charge of my PGA, I'd have been like, oh, it. my God, we need to My mum went merge. to it. Tomorrow. I was like, of all the people to go to the fucking live tournament in Adelaide, my mum and her sister went. Like, that's dribbly as fuck. Love that. I reckon the Masters and PGA tournaments had shit to do with it as well. Because in the Masters, like, three out of the top six or seven all live players. And then Brooks won the fucking PGA. Yeah, but, yeah, but the Masters is an invite, so they can do whatever the fuck they want. No, I know. But, like, having those events without the live players and then having them back for the majors and probably seeing the viewership numbers go through the go, roof. like, pump. Go yeah. ballistic because they've got all the best players back together again. Like, Mate, I genuinely think it was the PGA Tour looking at it going, let's be honest, most of our events no one cares about. If they start putting on these Adelaide-like events all over, we're in big trouble. I think it's a, it's a, just a, it's a, like a golf is a golf has always been a notoriously stuffy sport, right? Really stiff upper lip, pompous bullshit. You know, like for no of, reason. Not well because it, well, it's listen. It was it was rooted in like, but not to uh, its benefit. No, no, not all, but it's institutionalized sort of behaviors around like the way it all the way it, like this is the, it was. It's from an era of very stuffy and 
overly polite, weird rules. Almost akin to in Test cricket, where if you played on the leg side, you were you were seen as uncouth. Yeah, like all that sort of shit. Where it's like it doesn't make sense. It's from a bygone era. This is like this is getting it to a a to, uh, more in line with the sensibilities of the times, which is like people like to rip and tear. Mm. People like to fucking wear shorts on a golf course. People like yipping get. and yahoo. People like yipping and yahoo and are just having a good time. Music. That's Music, right. Music. Exactly. Fisher playing after the first day Ian Poulter up on shoulders ripping in yeah. like that's that's what the people want party vibes Burt Kreischer there doing shoeys and shit you yeah. know what it is yeah you know what it is baby anyway, anyway fucking shout out to those that got the bag that's what I hope it's not just bag related for like Saudis and shit I hope it's like we actually still want to now make golf like Sick. Well, they made it sick, so you, they've shown us what it can be. Yes, but you know, but hopefully that's taken on. It's not about sort of just going like, "Hey, buy us out, and we'll fucking leave you alone." Yep, good point. Ooh, it remains to be seen. Yep. I would hope that's not the case. No, that'd suck. That'd suck. Anyway, that is golf. It is breaking the yips. YouTube and Instagram and Instagram and TikTok and TikTok. Let's get the old round up. Round up rugby Round league. Up. Um, obviously, when we chat rugby league punters and dribbles, it's thanks to our the incomparable KO Sports. Incomparable. The unsinkable KO Sports. Um, for all seven games this no, week. Eight. Sorry, eight games. One by. Back to eight, baby. All eight games live and ad free during play. And obviously, you know, there are other people who. Also show the Rugby League and Tacky Warn shows that don't get all eight games. Come first sort of stuff. Yeah. Thursday night, we've got the Titans the Tigers, Eddie. What are we doing? What are we thinking? I like Tigers. I like the Tigers in this game, mate. Beautiful. We I- are in cahoots. Now, this one, Friday, 6 p.m., Jared Kroger's 300th game, only available on KO. If you want to watch one of the great identities in Rugby League football, Jared Croker play 300 rugby league games mm. in front of the faithful yep. Canberra, Canberra Stadium, horns are blaring. We've got it on good authority, one of the great fireworks displays all time in his honour. Well, in Australian history. You can only watch it on K. I'm also very excited to see how emotional Ricky gets. If Same he does dude. something good, if he wins. Like Ricky, No, but him in the presser at the end of the game. just Ricky like, will be on the uh, – do you want to – should we have like a – not even a bet because we're probably in a grand team, but I think Ricky – Whole game on the sideline, or do you think he spent some time in the whole box? Game. I think whole game on the sideline. And I, I think like. tears, and I think I think win, loss, draw, try, no try to croak. I think tears yeah. in the post match. Can we check what the weather is mm. like? On what it yep. is in Canberra? Saturday is going to be Friday. Oh, Friday. Sorry, uh, only twenty percent chance of rain, but it will be eleven degrees. That's that's what, no. You want it to be frigid. You want it to be freezing cold Canberra weather because that's the sort of conditions that. Mr. Croker has played his entire career. Well, he, well, he gets it. He was. He? I was born in the dark. He was. He was born in the cold. But I had to say the line because I thought it made it make sense. I was born with in cold. the cold. Did the cold. Okay, right. Hold on. I was born in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> that was shit. Yeah, out. it wasn't as good, was <laughs> no, it? it? I think the first one was good. No, the first one was right. I was born in the cold. Is that better? The cold, you know, because well, it's hard. I was born in the cold. No, <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, uh, we picked the Raiders, I assume. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, 8 
p.m. Friday night, Brookvale Oval, Seagulls, Fish, Manly to fucking, mainly to fuck the fish. You know how there's those, uh, that doco of that chick who like, used to fuck dolphins? Have you ever seen that? No. I'm pretty. I swear we've spoken about this. There's a chick who fucked she used a dolphin. To fuck dolphin. A yeah. dolphin. One in particular, I think. She used to fuck a dolphin. It the was dolphin more complicated her. than that, but yeah. It was well, it was more yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it was much more complicated than that. It was Are part of si- it, it was it was part of a scientific experiment, it wasn't just her personal life. Her oh, I'm sorry, life. Dave. Sounds like you're trying to justify a woman <laughs> fucking a dolphin. She, she fucked she, a dolphin. Yeah. She also huh? gave the dolphin L- A guy fucking a dolphin as well. Okay. She Dave. also gave the dolphin LSD. Jesus. Right. This is all sounding a bit like human, I mean, animal rights. Animal cruelty yeah. sort of stuff. But can you just check if a dude also fucked the dolphin? Because Sevo over there seems to think that a there was a man and a woman fucking a dolphin. Either way, manly, like that scientist, scientist in inverted commas, uh, manly yeah, someone fucked oh, the dolphin. Geez. Yeah, so, some... Yeah, someone, yeah, he claimed he had sex with the dolphin. He's a self-professed zoophile. Isn't that illegal? He had a what? A love affair, Seb's saying. A love affair. That's... He stated that they stared into each other's eyes for moments after they made love and tried seven different poses. He's a zoophile activist. Jesus. That's fucked That's up. fucking gross. What are, the, what are the seven different poses you can do with a dolphin? What's that mean? Like positions. You kind of can do like chest to chest. You can't do like reverse cowgirl. I'm not going to go through them. I don't no, know. I think where Sebo's getting mixed up is he also wrote a book called Wet Goddess about oh, an affair mate. between what a college are we student doing? What's the matter, dude? You don't want to hear about a guy fucking a dolphin? You don't find that interesting? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm interested. And I think the people are too. Eddie's all of a sudden... After talking about Ange Postacoglu having a sweaty wank over mud cake, now a bit of dolphin fucking. Animal, yeah, and people fucking animals and goats and shit makes me a bit squeamish. Yeah, dude, does. I'm not ha- I'm not happy about it. It makes me a bit squeamish. It's history. If it makes you feel any better, dolphins apparently in nature are like very sex pesty, bordering probably more than bordering on sexually assaulting. Don't start many telling other me dolphins are problematic, Dave. Dolphins I won't be able can to take be problematic. It. Yeah. Oh my god. Nah. Which doesn't. Now make, I do want to move. Which on. does not make it okay to do the same thing to them. But just say I'm not celebrating the fucking of a dolphin. It's interesting that someone would do it. But Manly will fuck a dolphin on Friday night. Uh, we move on. Dragons, rabbit, Teddy. What do you think? Oh, I think the rabbits win, mate. I think, I think so. the dragons are a basket case. Shout out to Mad Dragon, mm. who who weekly gets after it and delivers in spades, in my estimation at least, some mm. of the best rugby league content we've ever seen. Yep. Um, I would like to let him know that as part of the content journey, I want to see St George leave the comp. Yeah. Because I think that would be a nice sort of zenith. I need you to film more if you hear this, Mad Dragon. I need you to film more of you, like, watching the game because your team loses more than they win and your your tears, I know it doesn't sound like it, but it's good. When do we play the Dragons? Round 22. What night? Uh, Dave? Yep. Um, just while I'm finding this, I just did see an article on Fox Sports that uh, the Dragons are looking to cement a head coach by the end of this week. They met with Shane Flanagan today. Hey, Shane. Hey, Shane. Stop talking about fucking another club. Just just do it behind the scenes. If you're going to leave the club, that's fine, but do it behind the scenes. Saturday, July 29th. Um, 
do we try get him for a stream? Fly him over from Perth. Would you like that? Leave a comment in the YouTube if you'd like us to fly the Mad Dragon over from Perth for a live stream. It'd be funny. Can't <laughs> deny that. He might be going to the game, but if you're not... Well, no, well, he wouldn't be... He's not necessarily flying over for it. It's like if he's already flying over for it, then that's a different story. But if he's just going to stay at home and watch it... Correct. Great point. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I think that the Rabbitohs fucked the... Fuck the Dragons there. Uh, Broncos Knights, Edward. Saturday 10th of June, by the way. All these games on Saturday 10th of June are live and ad-free exclusive to KO Sports, uh, who may or may not be happy that there was, within their segment, an in-depth conversation about a human fucking a dolphin. Uh, it's that also, remains to be seen. Well, it remains to be seen. They, they may let us know. Uh, Saturday 10th of June, also my 34th birthday. <laughs> I like it when you turned... When you turn 34, because, or when you have your birthday, because I've only just recently sort of had mine. So yeah. you're basically. I pushed the boat back out. You're almost again. like three years older than me. No, two. How old are you? But I was just 31, and you're 34. Are you so 31? Three. No, I'm 32. Yeah, right. But I only just turned 32. No, you're 32, so that doesn't make sense. Um, Broncos. Yeah. Broncos. Roosters, Penrith. This is a tough game for some reason. It shouldn't be, but it feels like one, but I'm going Penrith. I think Penrith. I know that, that Cleary's out and that the Cocker bloke's in. Is that his name? Cogger. Cogger. Apologies, Cogger. Uh, I just don't like the Roosters. I don't like what they're about. I don't like the way they play their rugby league. Like the players? I think they're frauds. Hate the club. Storm Sharks. I think Storm win. Yeah, I didn't... Um, it was only, like the Sharks haven't been in the top eight. So I don't know how the Sharks are coming fourth. Have they had the cushiest run all time? They might have. Some dribbler sent us a message, uh, DM today, and I didn't look into it because I read the headlines, right? Mm. But he was saying that the Broncos have got all their buyers back into the season and only have four games or six games out of Queensland all year, which, if true, is insane. Just well, up. we've already had two of our buyers, and clubs like the Dom, Broncos and Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs haven't had any, which seems unfair to me. Very unfair. Um, all right, back to it, Dave. The last game, is it? Monday, public holiday, dogs, eels. I think the eels, but there's also like a part of me, truthfully, in my like upset. Thinking about upsets, that's like the dogs. If the, You know, you're trying to pick an upset around. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick two upsets this round, it would be roosters and dogs. I think the eels will win. So do I, but I think, upset mentality. I know I get that, but I think the eels will win. So do I, but upset mentality. Thanks, Ko. Thank you, Ko. Much love to you, Ko. Now, did you just hit a wall or something, buddy? You went from chipper, really aggro about live, to then being like aggressively against talking about dolphin fucking. I'm just trying to work out. No, where no, it no, was no, 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 no. You it got was... emotional about about animals in a way that's never actually you've never shown to be like. Don't talk about. We can talk about anything on this show, but not people fucking dolphins. It wasn't. It. I got squeamish when we started talking about the several positions. <laughs> That's what that's what probably tipped me over the edge. Up until that point, I was fucking, I was good to go. But Sounds when like we started upset, well, not upset. The article spoke to the positions. I don't think we were pontificating about how to fuck a dolphin. I'm not talking about us. I'm not upset with us. I'm saying that the moment you start rocking positions with animals, it's like you know, it's not for everyone. Eddie's got to. We found Eddie's limit. 
we have. I personally could have kept going, but that's all right. I do understand that fucking animals is wrong and we should have that <laughs> on the public record as well. We aren't pro bestiality. No, we're not. What's a zoophile? Is that a nice way of saying bestiality? Yeah. It's also a funny... Or is, or is that saying like I only fuck animals in zoos? Or is it that I'm a huge fan of the Zoo Brothers? As opposed to, like, you don't see pigs and goats and, and dogs in zoos. No, I think zoophile is mainly animal. I feel like it's the... If bestiality is the act, zoophile is the motivation behind the act. Zoophilia, you know what okay, I mean? Okay, okay, I like that. But as well, I, like, I don't mind the idea of, like, like Tim Zoo's fan base calling themselves the zoophiles. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Fighting June 18th. Check it out. Main event. Thanks, Shadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to finish with a couple of dribbles? And yeah, a couple of dribbles. Couple of dribbles. Before we get to the dribbles, punters and dribblers, um, make sure to check out our chat with the great cricketer on SEN. It's on the SEN app. It's, uh, I think it's replayed on SEN on the weekend. Um, but then the full interview will be out on the Hello Sport YouTube channel and podcast channel Sunday, 6 p.m. Pez and he goes of the grade cricketer. As of recording, Wednesday, test champs start tonight. Fucking foamy. I man. can't wait to get home and post up on the couch Feed and up. fucking just rip into some cricket, dude. I'm horny for it. So horny. So horny. Um, and then we've also got our live stream tonight, Tigers and the Titans. Yep. Live stream, Hellasport, YouTube. See you there. Don't be square. Don't be square. See you there, if you dare. Two more dribbles. Two more. How long yep. have we been going for? Two more dribbles. Well, I've got one that's a two-parter. Give Just it to one. us, Dave. Just one. Give it to us. Just give us the two-parter. No, I'll make it one part and then we'll do another one. Okay, there you go. Dave telling us what to do. Full-time yeah. Dave telling us what to do. I mean, sure. you don't know when you I get it. I respect it. I respect it. There was one. So this one came in after Origin. There was one which had a similar foreboding message before Origin on the same topic, but I'll just play the one after Origin. Beautiful. All to say, Eddie, this, uh, just quick call to say, Eddie, this is entirely your fault. Um... As a depressed New South Wales dribbler, I put the blame squarely on you. Uh, but continuing to chat shit about the duffel bag and how many weapons we have in it, even though you know history tells us when you chat shit about the duffel bag, we get humped. Um, and now I'm getting pizzled by my first year apprentice at work. Uh, he's never watched a fucking game of rugby league in his life, but um, he's, he's fucking into me. And I'm, it's your fault, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Um, Stop talking about the fucking duffel bag, please, for fuck's sake, please. Uh, love you, Dave. Bye. I mean, listen, the duffel bag exists because the duffel bag exists. Listen, we, I don't know how long you've been listening for, bro, but when we won back-to-back -back Origins, there was a lot of duffel bag rhetoric. When we went up to, to Queensland and humped those fucking losers into the earth, won by like 57 points in the first game, whatever it was. There was duffel bag rhetoric. When we went to Suncorp, day, uh, game two and won 26 nil. Guess it. Guess again. Yeah, there was duffel bag rhetoric. I'm not going to walk away from a tried and tested method just because we've had a couple of sloppy L's. It's got nothing to do with me that we don't fucking pass the ball to Turbo. That that we fucking play like shit. That we miss our tackles. That we don't. That we don't out leap Lindsay Collins. That not. That's not my fault. 
And he doesn't jump for the New South Wales Blues. And if I did, I can tell you right now, I'd be jumping, out jumping Lindsay Collins through any means necessary. If I have to go out there and jump off a fucking mini tramp, then I would. Pogo stick. Whatever. You know what I mean? I'm making it happen for the state. Unfortunately, I wasn't selected by Freddie. That's fine. But to imply that my duffel bag rhetoric, which has already got us three shields, by the way, is to blame, is absurd. Look, 18, 19, 21. Considering the fact that, you know, like Cleary out, now we've got a pick of Hines, Dalian medalist, Reynolds, premiership winner, Moses, Parramatta player. Um, got him. You got him? Got him, the little fucking loser. Yeah, Barflies in the office. Sorry. Um, yeah, go fuck yourself. And you know what? Just fire your apprentice. You get your, there are apprentices everywhere. Everywhere. This place is crawling with a Prentai. Fuck him off. There are apprentice everywhere. Get him into an asbestos pit. That's off you. That's on you, mate. That's on you. Let's move on. Tom, Eddie, Tobler, Star. Oh, sorry, I mean, I mean Dior. Uh, look, just quick yarn Star- about the whole <laughs> Debbie Ball um, shit you've been talking about the other day. So, um, basically, my missus is from up up far north Queensland, like out in the Tableland area. Um, and I went up there like first uni break to go pick mangoes and stuff. And so this is the very first time I've ever met her whole family. Um, and I remember talking to like basically the first like month of college or something, she brought up like she went to this dead ball and everyone hung shit on her for like the first couple of months. So I thought I'll get the fam on side or whip out a bit of comedy. And basically I just, they asked, oh, how are you going up here? Whatever. And I've gone and said, oh, it's great. It's like a time capsule. Um, it's, Fucking like being back in the past, talking about debutante balls, and basically just hung shit on the dead ball for like a good two and a half minutes. Now, unbeknownst to me, her grandma is like the head of like the deb organization thing or whatever, and she has just absolutely rinsed me and given me like a good three, four minute dressing down in front of the entire family of this girl who I'm still with today. Like this is five years ago. And just absolutely let it go. And <laughs> from that moment on, I've gone right. That was the incorrect call. And um, her grandma's basically only just started talking to me about six months ago because of it. Uh, so anyways, uh, good first impressions never. Talking about respectfully Debs forever. Have a good one, boys. I still don't know what the fuck they really are, though. I don't know what a Debbie... Oh, a like, debutante. Is that like a coming of age? I think it, That's what I mean. I think it might be like a white person's... Like is that a, like, like a, a, like a from white a, person's from fucking a male's Hanukkah or what is that what you call it Hanukkah? From yeah, a male's but that's like a festival. No, what's the thing you guys are coming of age? Oh, a bar mitzvah. A bar mitzvah. Is it like or is it like? And I mean, white person probably not the right term, but you know what I mean. Well, well, you're white. It's contextual. From a male's perspective, is it like when your balls drop? Well, no, because men are bought deb- balls deb- drop. Ball drop ball. Debutante balls drop. Balls drop ball. Well, no, because men go to dead balls as well. It's not just chicks. I think it's more like a, a school formal type thing, but not school specific. No, like, dude, it's like coming of age shit. Like, yeah, so there, there is an equivalent for women as well, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. <laughs> I just can't speak to it. No. Don't want to, really. A period piece. <laughs> It's, um, it says there's a long history to these balls, which began hundreds of years ago in England as a way for wealthy young women to make their debut into high society. Yeah. So this is like uh, 
Bridgerton stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But ironically, now it's no longer. I don't think. I don't think it's high society shit. Eat me out in the library, sort of stuff. Eat me out in the what? Bridgerton scene. Oh, I've never watched the Bridgerton scene in my life. It's the only scene I've watched. Walked in, I go, oh, what's going on in here? Okay. Yeah, there's a. I, you know what? Steph watched Bridgerton as well. Porn a lot for of, women. A lot of fucking in that show. Porn for women. It's porn for women. The, the, the main Bridgerton guy, who's the. Was he like the prince or some yeah, shit? Hot, hot. He was fucking everyone. Yeah, yeah, he was a naughty boy. I was always sitting in bed and I'm looking over and Steph's watching some big Adonis guy just plowing chicks everywhere. Mate, sometimes. Like, sometimes. I I'll, couldn't just watch porn in bed. Sometimes it'd be in another room, like, you know, watching footy or working or something. Being a man, and, and spitting be, and fucking flexing. Yeah, drinking a whiskey and that. And, and, and I'll hear what is akin to porn going on upstairs, like huge, big romps. And I go up and I go, what are you watching? Oh, it's Bridgerton. So it's play on there because it's on Netflix. Dude, if you, I tell you what it is. Some bloke just railing this chick until the cows come up. Eddie, you know what needs to happen is we need to just, like, torrent porn and just, you know, rename a cream pie scene, like, you know... Something Bridgerton esque. You could put, you could, you could basically take Pirates One and Two, stitch them together into a series, yeah. and rename it something like some sort of some sort of cute, like artsy pirate name. Yeah, like yeah. you know, Fleets of the Ocean or some shit, or like On the High Seas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just, or, or sailing to a new land. Yeah, or something. yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like it's Ten just, Pound Palm, which I've seen ads for, but mm, yeah. not that. No, Ten Pound Pirate, and it's just ten pirates <laughs> pounding. <laughs> ten Pound Pirate. I mean, I don't know how women get away with it. No, it's just what I mean. You're made to feel like I've got to go and watch porn in a dark corner, whereas they're just watching it in bed. I know, literally. Watching it in the lounge room. Yeah. The fucking in-laws are over. On fucking full volume, not even Bluetooth and headphones. Rub it out. Good to go. And what? we're downstairs in the fucking basement hiding Lights from the off. I'm waiting for you to leave the house for 45 <laughs> seconds so I can quickly sprint downstairs and turn on a very tasteful pirate porn. Literally. Get to work. Literally. Dribblets, hats off to you. Yeah. Because you, I don't know how you snuck that one through the gate. You keyboard. Trojan horsed full-blown porn into the house. Yeah. And I've just got under to the, under the li- Listen, the writing was on the wall with, with 50 shades when fucking... Apparently, anal beads and getting whipped and shit was now play on. Yeah, that was the first one you snuck through the keeper. But, but you're like, a, wait a second. But a couple of us were wily enough. But this Bridget and stuff's done. It's done us all in. I I walked in. And that's not just Bridget and. There's other shit that I can't name. Like Euphoria, I feel Euphor- like it's not even. Vibes. No, no, Euphoria's. No? Like, that's no. There's other shit out there like Sex Life and stuff where it's just it's on. The Bridget. I'm walking into and a show. What Ella watched recently? I swear to God, forty out of the fifty minutes is just someone getting pumped. <laughs> <laughs> I, I walked in on Steph watching Bridgerton and it was the main guy. Is he a black guy, the main yeah, guy? Yeah, in the first season, And it's season, like yeah. his fucking impeccable ass, mm. just bare ass, pumping this chick with an inch of life, moaning, screaming. I'm like, <laughs> Steph's salivating at the yeah. screen there like yeah. a dog with a bowl of food in yeah. front of it. Yeah, female porn. They've snuck it through. They've into snuck the, it in. And, and I've, I've got to give credit where credit's no, due. No, absolutely, have to. you do. But we just need to find more fancy names for our porn instead of it just being like you know. Well, we need to we need to give them a little like our, our sto- I think male porn falls apart at the storyline, Tom. Yeah. It's a bit weak. You need to like yeah. oh I've come over to clean your pot. Boom boom. And he's boom. already you got, got a, a little bit. He's more already got that. a bonus well, sticking already, through his well, pants. Well, he's not like, actually wearing any pants. No, he's already right? hard. Which he's is a bit of a hard. dead yeah. giveaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if we pat out our storylines just a pinch. Yeah. Get some actual writers on board. Then I think I think we're a sniff. I think there's a writer's strike in Hollywood as well. Maybe we can get a couple cheap. And then if we get that tidied up. What about Poundton? Poundton Abbey. (laughs) Pound Abbey. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's just Downton Abbey, except everyone just gets getting fucking pounded. I'd be, you know what? <laughs> By Sir Pandalot. Yeah, 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 or Lord yeah. Pandalot. Yeah, Lord Giant Dick. Yeah, yeah. Lord Tri Poddington. <laughs> Lady Pussy. Yeah, la- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lady Wet One. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay, that's probably us, punters and dribblers. Shout yeah. out to KO. <laughs> <laughs> Just to associate him with that chat. Um, See you later. Bye-bye. Ciao. Could you two just not talk anymore? Punters and dribblers, just need to tell you about uh, the number one rosé ever created. That is uh, Big Day Rosé. Your boys here, obviously, Rosé Barons, amongst other things. Don't this, mind a rosé. Don't mind it. One that's light, it. in colour, dry, and fuckable. It's very fuckable. It's up for it. You know what I mean? Oh, this, mate, the rosé's up for it. Whenever you want it. Well, the, type thing. The, the beauty of being a rosé baron is I've always got rosé on hand, which is nice. And I've always got a bottle in the fridge, just getting cold as fuck. We've always got a bottle that's keen. Keen as. Giving me eyes. Yeah, yeah. And fuck me eyes. Yeah, yeah, real fuck well, me, drink eyes. me eyes. A lingering stare. Yes. And had friends over the other night, and obviously I was like, I slipped a bottle out for everyone. Getting stares? Yeah, I was getting stares. It was sort of like whistling at me from the fridge. <laughs> Got out there, ripped the top off it, and we all enjoyed it. And I'm just like, Jesus, dude. Like, they're just, a rose doesn't get better. Still rose drinking season two. It's, In earnest. Oh, God, yeah. It's she fucking won't. hot as shit. 37, 38. They're talking 40 this week, mate. 40 degrees. Tell me that's not rosé drinking season? It is. If you Come haven't got on. any, if you haven't got any, get some. Get some now while the getting's good because the getting won't be good for much longer. Hellosport.shop, big day rosé. Get You're it. Welcome. Get, get it down. You gob. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.